Welcome in on this Friday night. Yes, July 16th already, halfway through the month of July. And wow, anybody out there uh, who has a flooded basement or lost a vehicle or whatever, I have you have my condolences. It's been tough, but uh, we're from Michigan, so we will persevere. Anyways, I'm four-time Stanley Cup champion, Darren McCarty, here on the Darren McCarty Show, joined as always... By Sean Belegian. How you doing tonight, Shawnee B? Mac, it is the absolute worst thing. Uh, like, honestly, as a homeowner, when your basement floods, uh, it's it's the worst. And You know, it's funny. I told the story when we had the rain back in, in late June. Uh, Mac, I turned myself off because there were things that I had to throw away that if I, that if I thought about it, I, I would have lost my mind. And, like, literally... Like, I explained it to my kids. I, I, I said, I just went into robot mode. It was just like, all right, I've got a job to do. i got to clean the basement, so I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to throw it away. You, you can't even think about it. it it's, it's, it's awful, honestly. It's, uh, so I'm going to echo what you said, pal. Uh, my heart goes out to you. If you're dealing with this uh, for the first time or you're dealing with it again, my goodness gracious, it, it, it just stinks. So let's dive into this a little bit more before I introduce the rest of the crew. Um, and I got questions for the man on the ones and twos tonight, as do you. But my question to you, Sean, is how long ago was the first flood or did this happen? It was when we had that big rain back in 2014. Okay. Um, so that's seven, we year, were, seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, we were in Toronto. We, we, were, we were in Toronto. Toronto. We went uh, to Toronto over the weekend. And all we heard about was just this, you know, horrendous rain and and everything. And, you know, we I, I took the kids to, uh, you know, the, the amusement park there. And we went and saw a Jays game. And then when we got home, I walked downstairs. And, like, honestly, I mean, you're just, there's no other way to say it. I mean, just <laughs> things are floating. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it, it's the absolute, it's, oh, it's awful. I've been it's, there, I've been there oh. before, uh, my house in Farmington Hills, and I let the dog downstairs, and I heard splash, and I knew it was ugly, but my question oh. to you, it's been seven years, you know, yeah. so, so do you ever think back on some of the stuff that has been lost, and you know what I'm saying, like, does it, do you, does it remind you, or because you shut your, shut yourself off, it's as if you never had it? Yeah, there, you do. Um, I threw away, uh, I was a really big card collector as a kid. I know that shouldn't surprise anybody because I was a, you know, I'm a nerd and everything. But I, I there were so many cards that I threw away, that, that and, and good cards as well. Um, you know, old mementos and things like that, that, you know, you're just not going to get back. And uh, lesson learned, I, I have a whole bunch of storage bins downstairs uh, God forbid it ever happens again. Um, you know, at least I'm prepared in that regard because there were there were things that I mean, you know, you look at it and you're like, don't look at it, don't look at it, because you 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 want to spit. I mean, you want to scream, you want to. But what, like honestly, you know, the, the older you get, what does that accomplish? No, it doesn't. I, there's nothing. There's nothing good that's going to come. From waste that. wasted energy. Control the things that you can um, control and do the best of your ability. And you got to forget about it because it's wasted energy. But anyways, uh, that's the. Uh, I guess that's the downer of uh, the downer that's happened. But uh, out here with the WJR family and uh, the Darren McCarty and the Darren McCarty show, Eric Dorchin, Brandon Blake, and uh, Mister the 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 most handsome of all the Rieger brothers, Mister Dave Rieger. 
uh, the Denver Bronco Slappy himself. I'd call that a compliment. I think so, yeah. That is. I mean, I've met, only met two of the three, but I'd call that a compliment, I think. No, exactly. In the yeah. golf game, we're going to find out next, you know, oh, yeah. next time I see him um, how it is. But uh, thank you for slumming with us tonight, bud. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every once in, once in a while. No, no, I'll, once in a uh, boom. You know, exactly. Dude, Haley's Comet, Dave Rieger, same yeah. thing. I mean, no, this is like gold. If yeah. I had your brother, it'd be Cole. Once every year yeah. and a half, we get Dave exactly. Rieger. This is a big get Sean for the know, show. Sean knows about the excitement working with me. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. For I sure. But, Sean, uh, I think uh, I want to make this, like, I know I don't know if the announcement's made or whatever, but you're going to be, people can hear you. Um, not only on this show and when you fill in and everything else, but uh, some birdie told me it might be on the airways uh, in the morning starting Monday. Did yeah, you hear something yeah, about that? I'm, I am beyond ex- excited. You know, Darren, I remember the first time that, that, you know, you signed on the air with this show. I mean, it's a year and a half ago. Uh, you said something, and I told you it, it resonates with me. I mean, as – as guys that grew up in this general vicinity, I mean, there's magic that dances around, you know, those three letters, WJR. So uh, to have the opportunity to, to take on a bigger role at the station and uh, to be with a guy that I, I admire so greatly and Paul and, you know, his whole crew, uh, I, come on, you know. I mean, it's awesome. It's a no-brainer. It's, it's, it's one of those things, yeah, it's one of those things. It's just like, seriously, Isn't me? It- yeah, <laughs> you know, and, it's and, kind of funny. Well, you know, but it isn't, and the, the, you know, the, you know, my attitude, and that you know, the reason that not only uh, you and I are friends and stuff like that, uh, on and off the air, it's because we look at things pretty much uh, the same way in life, you know, yeah. and it's just like the opportunity, and you look at that growing because I, it's a competition with. When I realize it's a competition within yourself, no matter what you're doing, be the best you you can be in that situation. Some will fall your way and some won't, but you got to trust that it'll all work out the way that it's supposed to be. So, um, in saying that, do you have a, like official title? Title? Are you like sports dude, or are you sports guy, or no? Now, you know or? what? I, I'm I'm gonna. However, Paul and and Ann and Brian, however those guys want to fit me in, I'm I'm in and. I'm excited for it. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'll be doing some sports stuff. I'll be doing some other stuff. And, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you know, I'll still have the opportunity to work with um, some of the, the shows. You know, if, if guys are off, you know, I'll, I'll do, well, guy's show or Mitch's show or whatever show. But, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's, uh, um, it, it's, it's so cheesy when you say it, but really it's, it's a dream come true. It is. I mean, to to, to All right, have, Dorch you know, is like bagging, no, 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 pounding over I'm here. I'm listening to listening to the man. He's going to take over the role of Great Voice of the Great Lakes. That's his title. The great, he's the Great Voice oh, of the Great Lakes, right there. That's what oh, it is. Boy. We need it. See, that's that's the, these young kids these days. But you know what? I always say because the one thing is Paul W. Smith is that him and my dad had a great relationship. So he's one of the people few 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 people that is still around that i hold that can hold me accountable to my dad and and i'm grateful for that so it, it all it all is the way things are supposed to work out in my opinion uh no matter what in life you got to put your head down sometimes and it's what you put in to get out and you know sean belegian being sean belegian well there you go and 
uh, it's something that we can enjoy. Now, over to you, uh, Double B, Brandon Blake. Uh, did you, you you went through with it? I seen on Facebook uh, there was didn't seem like she was drugged. She seemed conscious and stuff. She was conscious. Was this was yes. her decision. That's but good. Yes. The, but you got the yes. It looks like. And how was the party? And the it bash? was good. It was great. Uh, everything so went. We, it was, we, it was we the only engaged. good day of weather we've had in like the last two weeks. Uh, you're welcome. So thank you Shut to everyone up. for yeah. hoping for that for me. Um, yeah, it went perfect. I am very excited. Uh, we took the ring in on Monday to get resized, though, so that's going to take two weeks. So now she's been saying she's not engaged anymore. Oh, so still, that's so kind of just two, two yeah. week Sean, hiatus over there. To, All right. you know, that used to mean, Sean, a little bit of oats. So, <laughs> I've, uh, but I have to say, I've, I've never seen her happier so it was a Aww. really cool feeling i <laughs> i cried like a baby listen we're gonna get I'm to an that because being. i don't know if that was pompous. Yeah, there's so much to con- deconstruct in there pompous or that was douchey why do i bring that up because i have a c- question on two guys in golf and uh brandon blake led me right into this anyway thanks for joining us here on this friday night the darren mccarty show here am 760 wjr Hey, uh, thanks for joining us on this Friday night, July 16th. I always love to say that to know where we are in the calendar halfway past the year. And, you know, the weather here in July is what it's supposed to be across the pond for all us golf fans at the British Open played at Royal St. George. Um, If you remember 10 years ago, Darren Clark uh, won his first major there. So um, I'm not bringing this up for the fact that I'll let you know, Louis Hustazen, who's leading at 11 under, is plus 3,000. And it's, if he wins, that's 600 schmel, schmelts for DMAC because um, I have him this week. But I brought up pompous or douchey. First, I'm going to go to the Webster's Dictionary of the Darren McCarty Show, Mr. <laughs> Br- 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 Brandon Blake. And if I wasn't on WJR, I would have used a much better, swarmier, funnier term <laughs> using linguist. So what, what, what do we got? Uh, according to Urban Dictionary, just so we're all on the same page, a douche is someone who is, is more than dictionary? a jerk, tends to be think he's top-notch, does stuff that is pretty much brainless, thinks he is so much better than he really is, and is normally pretty good at ticking people off in an immature way. Mm-hmm. Okay, a pompous donkey. Yes. See how I clean that up. Hee-haw, hee-haw, <laughs> A person who seems full of themselves and who grabs every opportunity to let others know of their feelings of superiority. Right. So, a little and, different. And I'm going to let the judge, because the guy with the most seniority and the biggest uh, paycheck, Mr. Belegian, will be the judge, and I will come back to him in another segment on his verdict on what you did when you said you've never seen your girl happier if that was one of the either but i bring this up because there's the ongoing battle between brooks kepka and bryson dechambeau and i'll go to my golf elitist mr eric dorch for the update on the latest of both of them has there been any uh things in the media or oh. or any pictures taken can i get an update from you sir they're, they're best friends now right no uh Yesterday, Bryson had a, a rough day, only hitting four of 14 fairways. And afterwards, he, he had some very choice words about his driver and 
just not liking it and not performing well with it. And Cobra didn't take it well. They released a statement and it's just, it's adding to the legend of Bryson I, kind of always having things to say. Can I read it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If I can hit it down the middle of the fairway, that's great. But with the driver right now, the driver sucks. That's Bryson DeChambeau. Yes. Now, it's like an eight-year-old that gets mad at you. He didn't really mean to say it that harshly. He knows how much everyone bends over backwards for him, but it's still not cl- cool. Now, why do I bring that up? Because that's Ben Showman of Cobra Golf, who is uh, actually one of... Uh, one of my guys, Nick Antonucci, that's his one of his buddies, and that's where I got my clubs from and stuff. So he works on the Cobra stuff. So, um, yeah, it's not cool. I agree. That's, but again, to my original question, do we agree? Because we were arguing this before. So is that that's a douche, right? Yes, that yes. is a douche. So can we all agree? Do we all agree that Bryson DeChambeau is a douche? I I made that statement a year ago when we started talking about him. But yes, I do agree with you. Yes, 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 yes. Everybody and and so I don't think that uh, Brooks is much a douche, but I do think he's more of a pompous donkey. Well, I think Brooks has done a. He's driving the the feud. Uh, they've been asked about the Ryder Cup, and Brooks has said that I like that'll never happen. That he would doesn't even see why they'd be paired together. Bryson has taken the high road and said, "I think it'd be great to pair us together. I think we'd do very well." Well, today during an interview after his round, Brooks decided to keep doing what he's doing. He he's having fun with the comments. Uh, a couple years ago, when uh, when Bryson tried to take relief because of fire ants, the next day you heard Brooks. I think there's an ant right there. Can I move my ball? He's he's always had fun with Bryson. So today, afterwards, he said, "I had a great day. Hit my driver really good. Love my driver. Just giving that little needle to Bryson is all he seems to need right it's now." Trolling. So my question is, do you? That's trolling. Agreed. Absolutely. You, so Sean, do you like it, or do you do you think it's at that? Level, or do you think it's going to go, somebody's going to take it too far? And if it was, my guess would be Brooks would take it too far? I think it's great. I, seriously, I, I, I think it's absolutely great. And, you know, I'll piggyback on, like, what, what Eric was saying. They were talking about the Ryder Cup. And, you know, uh, Brooks was like, well, it's business. You know, you could put it aside and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, this is something I thought it was done. And then he said something. And, you know, Bryson, to his credit, and, and I actually believe this because he lives in Bryson's world, he was like, well, I don't even remember this conversation where we put things aside or whatever, but sure, whatever. I, but I think it's great because it has people coming back. It has people, you know, interested in, okay, what are these two knuckleheads going to do next? I think it's great. Now, now, Eric Dorch has been doing some great producing, and he asked a brilliant question earlier, and I answered it, but I'd like him to ask yeah. you on the air. So, Sean, I asked this to of him earlier. Uh, I might not happen this week, but just say down the road, uh, these two are both out of a tournament, but on Saturday, Sunday, they get paired together. Do you think that we would see more coverage and more follow of these two playing together than we would of the leader at the time? I hate to answer it like this. You know what? It depends who the leader is. Okay, that's fair. Does that make that, sense? I'm, I'm saying if, 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 if it's if, if it's if it's some is. yeah if it's some guy like you know I'm not not to offend them they're all very good but someone like Nate Lashley who won rock or run the Rock and Mortgage a couple years ago as long as it's not like a Morikawa or a Ustase of yeah. that if it's someone that's maybe a little less and it depends on how much he's leading exactly yes but I'm just yep. saying I'm saying they're five six seven strokes behind 
But do they get the coverage I'm over everything that else? If you're watching DirecTV or wherever you have a choice of featured groups, yeah. that would definitely be a featured group, <laughs> and it'd be definitely in today's day and age must-see TV. I, I just wish they could tweet while they played. Uh, that See, that's why, that's why, do you think it would be that much more entertaining if they were the next two guys that did the match with whoever they want to pair him with? Do you think we just got to get these? Because no. they're mic'd up, so you can hear everything then. Yeah, it would but have to be on, like, HBO. Well, that's though. the original one was on HBO <laughs> yeah. when but Tiger and uh, thing, Phil did right? I enjoy that conflict when it's not real, hence my favorite sport, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's scripted. So no matter what, whether I like it or not, as long as I like the storyline and the characters, then I can go with it because I know that they're not really trying to hurt each other. And you know, it's the not. So I don't think Bryson can play nice. You know, it'd be like asking me to play go with Lemieux before. You know, we sort of had that man to man. Like now, it'd be worth like now. Now, like if say Claude Lemieux and I did a charity thing or whatever. Yeah, no, no doubt. I, I don't think Bryson, and this isn't an offense to him, he's a brilliant individual. I, you heard him during that last one. I don't think Bryson could keep up with Brooks when it comes to the needling. He just, he is not a trash talker in that context. I don't think he could do it that but he way. He could annoy him to. But see, I don't know that it would. Awareness. Right. Yeah, I, I just don't think he could needle with Brooks, and therefore it would look a lot more one sided than it really Sean, is. Sean, my question to you on this about the self awareness. Because I go back to, there's been hockey players that we've seen and, and guys that have played with and uh, that the self-awareness just wasn't there. There's always, there's something missing. Self-awareness is such, such a big thing. And, you know, the more apparent to certain things, it tells me um, as brilliant as one can be, there's something sacrificed in that. And that could be common sense, which it seems to me after this, COVID and whether we're still at whatever like that, it's it's less and less, right? Common sense is less and less. But uh, do you do, do any hockey players come to mind as far as, you know, remind you of, of the attitudes of any of these guys? Because, you know, like not not to the but more to the like a Shane Corson always remind me sort of of a Brooks Kepka. Just right, like you know what I mean. Like and, and, there's something off with that guy. Right, and, and, like, there's no other. There, there was something off with Shane Corson. But, then, I, but, but some, Mac, I talked pompous. to him personally. Great guy, oh, but there was something love, off with love the guy. Him. And, love him. Yeah, love yep. him. But he reminds. But that's uh, you know. So in, in every sport, and that's to me, that's just humanity and and stuff like that. Um. So that you know, that's so. Uh, are you uh, watching the uh, open, Sean? You getting up? This is my oh, favorite great. major it's because little, of the time frame. Because you can get yeah, up. It's fantastic, and it, it's you know, you never know what you're going to get over there. I mean, I think that's part of the allure. You, you know, you you really know. You never know what what the weather's going to bring, and you know, you know how it challenges golfers in, in in so many different ways. And I think that's what's a little surprise about some of the scores so far. And you know as well as I do that can change in the blink of an eye over there. I mean, it, it can, and I think that's the the beauty of of that tournament, and always has been. Well, you know what? It wouldn't be. I'm going to go to the guy that that I think knows the most because he is the most positive, uh, Mister Positive Greg from Shelby. How are you on this Friday night, sir? Warriors, do you feel it? Do you know what I mean? The moment is coming to awaken your dreams. Hit me. Hoorah. Oh, my God, D-Mac, Shawnee B. I'm feeling great, and you're right. It's great TV, must-see TV. 
Brooksy and uh, Bryson going at it one-on-one, yes, who's ever in the lead, I'm going to want to watch those two because you don't know if they're going to start WWF wrestling with an elbow body slam and all that good stuff. All that, I'm into it, big fella. All that good stuff. I love it. I love it. you get affected mm. by this rain at all, or were you uh, lucky to avoid it? Oh, my God, DMAC. Um, <laughs> it's making me so depressed. I'm hearing horror stories left and right, people's basements being flooded again and again, uh, the highways being filled with water no one can get through. Yes, it's just devastating. Wow, we go from a pandemic to this? Really? Really? Well, you know what that means, buddy. You know what that means is that we need you to throw a lot of positive vibes in the air, and you know what? You betcha. The fact that you blasted them over these Airwaves every Friday night means a lot to me and a lot to the listeners. Uh, so love you guys. Love Thank you guys you very too, much, guys. See you, buddy. I, guys, I love it. Um, anyways, uh, when we come back, Sean, it's uh, coming up on uh, NFL draft season, and oh yeah, we know the Wings—they got the sixth pick. But no, I'm talking about the expansion draft. Yes, and they're about to release the crack. And anyways, thanks for joining us here on a Friday night, Darren McCarty Show, M760 WJR. Downtown Detroit Rock City, Copper Top of the Fisher Building, seventh floor, eights on Reno. I'm sitting in Kenny Brown's seat. Couldn't be prouder. Oh, man. It smells weird. No, it's good, man. It's good. You <laughs> just that's, don't know that's, style. The that's the Kenny Brown. The Kenny Brown. Brown. Wasn't somebody telling me about uh, about tickets? Yeah, Brown. We got we got an email uh, for you know if you want some Tigers tickets, we have a couple available. Ken emailed about taking four tickets, and he literally emailed Ken Brown needs four no, tickets. Ken, person. <laughs> Ken Brown uh, needs Ken four Brown, tickets. This is Sean telling Ken Brown. Emailed in the third person. That. They don't. That's, these kids don't understand that's that the, the people said that. I Ken work Brown with Ken people. Brown every day, and that's the least surprising thing I've ever. <laughs> heard. Man, you know Ken Brown needs four tickets. That's what we got. You out know of what? That. You know what, guys? It's tough being a legend. Hey, Sean. It's tough. Being a freaking legend. Very tough. Speaking, speaking of legends, happy birthday to Barry Sanders. Absolutely. 53 today. Oh, what a segue from one legend to another into Steve Eiserman and the Detroit Red Wings. And now it's shut up and put up. Let's tie it's time tomorrow at noon. You the the rosters are frozen as far as the expansion draft where the new Seattle Kraken the 32nd team to enter the NHL. Correct, Sean? Am I adding that yes. correctly? Yes. Yep. Now, yep, yep, in, yep. In, there's 30 picks, and you may ask why. Well, because Bill Foley is brilliant. I wanted to ask you about this, Sean. So Bill Foley is the owner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, and when he bought the team, and knowing that Seattle was coming in or his expansion team, instead of agreeing to the $23 million uh, franchise fee that they would have paid each franchise to enter the league, he decided, no, I don't want that. Just don't uh, mooch my players um, in the expansion draft. D- Sean, my question to you, what do you think of uh, <laughs> the brilliance of uh, <laughs> Bill Foley, if you don't think what I think? They, they, they were so brilliant in so many different ways. Absolutely. And this is what... 
Uh, Mac, this is what's so hard about projecting what an expansion draft will be. I was reading an article earlier today, and they projected what each team is going to give up. And and I, as I was reading it, I started laughing out loud because, <laughs> I, you know what? It's what we think right yeah. now. But the beauty of what Vegas did a couple of years ago is they made deals with teams. If you don't select this guy, we'll do this. And and they were able to get a king's ransom from it. And you know that that's you know part of what set Vegas up for years and everything. So uh, let's see if the Kraken do that because you know look there are going to be guys that they go after that that a team's going to be like oh, we don't really want to lose this guy so we'll do this for you we'll do that for you and that that's what's going to be so interesting about it and you know, the million dollar question is who who are the Red Wings going to lose I, I was reading this article today. Uh, like I said, I, gosh, I, I want to say it was off of Yahoo. I, I don't Yahoo. remember. And, the, and they had Troy Stetcher as, yeah, as the, the player that the Red Wings were going to lose. So yeah, that's we'll the, see. That's who if you, uh, when you asked me today. But to, to your point, Sean, you know, we talk about the evolution of the game all the time, about the speed of the game and how the, the old size is now the new speed and stuff like this. But the evolution of the game off the ice with the salary cap and the capologists who I believe the Detroit Red Wings, who the assistant general manager, Ryan Martin, was one of the original and is one of the best. And that's part of the, you know, part of the team behind the team that all these things have to go into. So I said, listen, you don't until you see that list, which comes out on Sunday. Um, so we'll be able to then you could speculate a little more. And then on Wednesday, that's when Seattle will and they can only purge one guy off of each roster. Um, but then the. It's an exciting time. I think that, you know, usually this part of the calendar, it's it's quiet in sports. But uh, right now there's a lot of action going on. And, you know, until then, I tell everybody else, hashtag wiser plan. This is, the, this is when you hold on. It's turbulence, but, you know, let's see if he can fly us high or under it or over it or what happens. So it's an exciting time, but it's more of a conversation I think we'll have next uh, week, which, uh, by the way, is the draft. I know they have the draft party uh, down at uh, LCA uh, outside at 7 o'clock, and I think it's on ESPN and stuff like that. So uh, we'll be on the air for that, so that'll be exciting. But we'll talk about the expansion draft, things like that. Dorchi, you had oh, I'm going to show my ignorance here because if you've listened to the show, you know I'm like the least of the hockey knowledge here. But I, I, I have a curious question. When it comes to Seattle like next year after this draft, uh, expectation-wise, it shouldn't be like what it was for Vegas that first year. That's a, that's a rarity for a team to be well, that good that quick right after an expansion, right? I'll, I'll let you tackle that first, Sean. But, but... You know what? It depends. It depends, Eric, because are, are we going to see the slew of deals that were made uh, like what really helped Vegas out. Yep. My guess, this is a guess, it's not going to be Vegas, but it isn't going to be anywhere near what poor San Jose had to go through back in the day when Mac was playing. Huh. I mean, that, that <laughs> franchise didn't have a prayer. They didn't have a prayer. Yeah. I mean, it was. it's not going to be. It's, so it's going to be, it, it's going to be closer to the Vegas side, but, uh, you know, I, I guess. The best way to put it, somewhere in the middle, leaning towards the Vegas. They got a How's tough that? division out west. Yep. There, they're gonna they're gonna create a great rivalry with Vancouver, who's on, who's looking to, you know, make their step back to the cup like they did a few years ago. Um, they'll be fine. Ron Francis, Dave Hextall, you know, they're they're smart. I believe they'll be like one of those teams that'll be playoff contention. And actually, if if you had me choose, I'd say they. 
will probably experience wise and stuff like this because of the the way the game has evolved and everybody's more skilled and stuff that they'll be in a better spot and a, and a better record than the wings even and this i would have if you asked me who would you bet on making the playoffs next year uh, seattle two, might yeah. between the two it's easily seattle okay. for me sean what about you yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. I think one big difference, I mean, let, let's not forget a giant piece for Vegas was getting a Marc-Andre Fleury who had a chip on his shoulder and has shown everybody he's still a top goaltender. I'd be – my jaw would drop on the floor if they get a guy anywhere near that level. Uh, right now, the, the guy that it looks like is going to be their starting goalie, uh, if, if, if again, if you read into any of these things, is Jake Allen. He's a good goalie. And, and I know the Habs would love to keep him because, you know, he's he's a good insurance piece to give Carey Price a, a breather and everything. But there's a reason, like, why a guy like that hasn't been the man before, you know? I mean, now, could, it, could it be a great opportunity for him? Sure. But I, he's no Marc-Andre Fleury. Let's put it that way. Sean, you brought up such a great point right there. Marc-Andre Fleury, who just won the Vezina, which could be argued, uh, you know, between him and Vasilevsky and, and Tampa. But the question is... Because they have Laner at five million, uh, and they have Flurry too. And in Vegas, do you think that Flurry could end up with Seattle in a deal or something like could that? You or could that? you know? But oh, I'm just I'm looking at big picture about how he's just the expansion god, or for lack of a better <laughs> term, right? Like just that. That's the first time it really clicked in because I was listening on the way in. Um, and some guys were talking about it on the NHL radio, and and it just was like wow. You brought it up now, yeah. so that's like if you like storylines and storybooks and stuff like that. But but again, to your to your original question, Dorch, about where will they be? I think that as far as the NHL, they've set up the rules a little bit more restrictive and tighter, but there's still ways around it because the forbidden door for a lock stealing the wrestling term has been opened. So um, I think it's great for the league if you get a chance check out their. Uh, Check out their logo and stuff like this. Have you guys seen their logo with the crack? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's with pretty cool. With the sort of ass, and it's got the red eye. Can I ask a question? Yes, you may, sir. Are we in or out on the nickname Kraken? Love it. Oh, dude. Really? But yeah, because, like, okay, okay right. so say I didn't play in Detroit or whatever, and I was, like, young, and I got drafted. Oh, are you kidding me? Hey, who are you playing for? <laughs> Cracking. Why? Cracking heads. How, how, how long? Cracking heads, man. Cracking heads. How long before Liam Neeson is like the thing going over the speakers before everyone hey, just released the Kraken? As the, the cra- young no, guy, though. Gonna, that, you know that's going to be oh, yeah. from Beowulf or whatever that is. Uh, Clash of the Titans. Clash, Clash of the Titans. Of the Titans. Yep. Yeah. There you go. I just think hey, it's And I'll corny. tell you, Mac, you know what? I, I don't know what he was like to play against. You're the only guy here that, that could tell us what it was like to play against him. Ronnie Francis is one of the classiest guys. I, I got a chance to Steve chat Eisenman, with him many times Joe within Sathie the Carolina Gilk. franchise. Yep. Love him. Absolutely. Love him. One million percent. That's why they're already in a great spot. And, um, you know, that it's about building culture. It's the same thing here as you look around and you look at all the sports teams and you see, I look at, you know, from here and we're July 16th, halfway through the year. Well, I see progress everywhere. So that's all I can ask for. And that's all I want as a fan. And you give me something to root and that's, that's where we live and die. There's, we're, we're desperate to get in a situation for our hearts to be broken. 
right, in the right way, like, because you're <laughs> at the top of the hill and you can't get over it. So, anyways, when we come back here, uh, you know what time it is. What's on the barbecue? And then we got to get into substitute in the production chair. We got to see if Riggs is a microwaver or maybe a snacks guy or maybe he made his own peanut butter jelly sandwich. Who knows? But uh, thanks for listening here. Darren McCarty Show, AM 760, WJR. Thanks again. I hope everybody's safe and, uh, you know, it's supposed to be nicer tomorrow. So with everything uh, going on around the area, I know there's things going on in Farmington and Rochester and uh, every which other way. Just enjoy your weekend and everything. And uh, before we get to the uh, what's uh, what are we going to eat on the weekend? Sean, what do I do? Accountability call like I see it. My man, Eric Dortch, I think it's his second Good question in, in a year and a half. Brandon's looking it up. Um, Let me do some research. But here. this is a great question. Um, great question. And I think it's that a question it, that you in gave five years. It is more. It is riper to ask. But I will let you take over, and we'll call it the door. She's dorky minute right here. So, what do you got for us today, buddy? That's great. Uh, I, I asked, and everybody's heard the question. I asked, is there a scenario where, when it's all said and done, 10, 20 years from now, whatever, that you could, that Eiserman could be remembered more for front office than what he did on the ice? And I said, I think it'd be tougher for Darren, because Darren played with him. Darren yeah, was no, there through all I told of it. Brandon, the first thing I thought of, thought of is it makes me when i think of steve eisman is he made me cry okay so <laughs> i'm fine. out i'm out i, I, I know that count. feeling i know what it feels like Sean, to have make you cry. it's gotta be it's it doesn't matter if this question is posed in five years or four cups whenever yeah three cups um it will be on the ice is that what you say no you know what one one thousand percent and and you know why because if he brings the red wings back which he will um i've already seen it all right, this was a dead franchise. There's a reason why this franchise was called the Dead Things for so many years. This was a dead franchise. This guy literally kick-started um, the rebirth of the franchise, and, and not just the rebirth of the franchise, but becoming the model franchise that it was for so many years. Uh, if it happens again... It, it means that it's the second time it happens, which doesn't have as much luster and not a, as great of a span between glory eras. So what he did on the ice, I, I by a mile, by, by well, a mile, I, I, I don't think it's close. I said this to Dave during the break to, and trying to prove my point. I, I, I think it, it's going to end up being the on the ice as well. But I said to Rieger, if over the next 10 years, and this is a stretch, but over the next 10 years he brings in four cups, that doesn't, Put him ahead. He's got three as a player, four as a no, four as a front me, office. For, for me, no, because again, this 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 is a dormant franchise right okay. now. Okay, yes. it's been asleep for a while. And I think um, the the franchise that these guys entered in, even Mac in a certain regard, even though they they you know had the flirtations in in the late eighties with Jacques and all that, that was a dead franchise when Steve Eiserman came here. After the draft of '83, this was a dead franchise. So You're, no, you know can't I, say that. You know where I? This is where I relate it to Sean. It's when I get the question: Is what's the, what's your more favorite moment or better moment? March 26 or scoring a goal uh, for the clincher in '97. Yeah. 
And I, it's always March 26th because of history, chronological, and the order. So, so to the point of that, I think just the way that it happened and the way the story plays out and the fact that uh, Dorchie still uh, insisted on putting his... Uh, his resume and to play Iserman in the uh, biopic. So, uh, <laughs> well, Rieger said it best. Rieger, what did you say when you said when you think Steve Iserman, the first thing you think of is uh, the, the goal against St. Louis from like the blue line. Yeah, obviously. So. But I relate it to I, being a big Denver Broncos fan. I relate it to John Elway. Right. And he's got two two as a player and one as a general manager, team president. Now he stepped down as team president, and it, okay. well, I guess he stepped down as general manager. I guess he's still team president, but. Uh, it'll all, it'll always be the player for me oh, uh, over the over the general manager or slash team president. As many if he brings any more championships to the Broncos, or please bring Aaron Rodgers at least this year. Thank you, you know, Sean Watson. <laughs> I like it, and he even did his hands together in his little oh, yeah. prayer. Like he was invested. I love that about him. He's full Bronco. What about you, uh, Mister? I don't. I it's hard for me because like obviously I've seen the highlights and I remember like. The end of Stevie's career, but I, I was so young, like during the first couple cups, so it's not like as vivid for me. But so I don't, I don't know. How, it depends on how okay, the but future that goes. Up, I think that's why Dorch, that that's why I accepted it as a legit question yeah. on this show, um, because that's all we do here. Um, <laughs> it, it is because of the. I think it as a generation. Yeah. Right, it's generated because where Sean and I grew up, and we had we had yeah. front row seats in exactly. our wheelhouse age. Right, like I ask everybody when I meet them, "How old are you?" and I automatically subtract twenty four years because then if I see, and that's the beauty now, I've said it before, is that all these ten, twelve year olds, fifteen year olds are now have lived life. Now they're in their thirties. Now they have kids. Now we can have this different conversation and realize, yeah, we're all in this together, and it's that's that's the beauty. Uh, of it all, and and like you said, Sean, you said it the best. Dead, and now they're dormant. Yeah. Now they're yep. dormant, and he's gonna crack Mount St. Helens just as uh, it did a while ago. Like it, it, it's not when, it's when it erupts. I, I would say I'm perfect because I I was nine, so I'm probably the cutoff. I would say I'm the perfect I'm age perfect. to remember. That's, yeah, that, uh, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm uh, perfect. No, I'm gonna say well, I'm. They're, the, they're, they're, <laughs> I think that's the more I think the more qualification for douche. I think, I think the more per- No, I'm saying I was the perfect perfect douche. cutoff age because I was nine. I can remember you guys winning the the cups, but it's not like the nine. most vivid memory. I think the more pertinent question, Darren, is will Steve Eiserman be the first general manager of the four major teams here in Detroit that's a good to get them back to to like you said at the break, which I thought was well, perfect, you know, to I, make us to make Rough. to give us that that heartfelt loss, you know what? Uh, <laughs> right, that heartfelt. No, I think with you know, I I would have said that before uh, the Pistons acquired the first overall pick. I think that the, that the way basketball is set up compared to hockey, I think we're still two or three years away. But um, that that's a great question, and and it'll be interesting to see how this draft goes for not only the Pistons for the Wings, how the how the Tigers come back tomorrow, doubleheaders, you know. Excuse me, that you don't like to see them lose four in a row before going into break. So obviously, uh, Eiserman had his fingerprints all over these back-to-back lightning. Uh, yeah, that's cups. what's coming. That's so. and and what do you do? What you always look to get better quicker, right? You look to see where you plug the holes that you made mistakes before. All right, quickly, uh, Shiny, what are you grilling this weekend, brah? 
I've got beef short ribs, three Ooh. racks of ribs, Ooh. and about five pounds of wings. So uh, wow, I'm going all wow, up. wow! I love it. I love it. And Mr. Rieger, um, thank you again for slumming with us. And it's like it's been fun. It's appreciate the, it. The Rieger comment. Um, what do you got going on? You were going to make sure you're nutritious. Did you? Did I've Jason got, give got, you the microwave code and all that stuff? Got a con- well. I Jason uses the broken microwave over here. I use the hidden microwave down at the other end. Oh, that actually you're works. A veteran, bro. Just but uh, veteran. So, on but air, yeah. uh, if you walked in the dressing room, I'd say the veteran right but, there. But uh, <laughs> I like to consider myself young vet. But yeah, um, I uh, have some frozen food and some snacks. So that fills. What I don't have because the line was too long. Is my normal pizza that I like to bring. Oh, nice. What is that? What's your go-to? Just Little Caesars. Oh, nice. But like, the line was out the door. The, have you had the stuffed crust? I have, but I like, the, I like their thin crust the best. I actually. like their thin crust the best, actually. And, and they've upped their pizza game. So, uh, yeah, so that's what I'm missing tonight is that. So I was going to ask Eric if he'd like to go run and get me a pizza before he leaves and come <laughs> back. We'll see if that happens. Oh, man, that would be so. Remember what Phil said? He wants to see people do kindness to each other. He can, know, and then, then he can sign the petition. Sign the petition. Really exactly. I, I think you can get double for that. Because really, and then because that might be something that Dorch, I got to call Aaron. Um, I have her proper last name in my phone, so I know which one she is. And uh, that's uh, Dorch's wife to make sure um, with the last time. I think it was 2015 or something. He did something nice. So, so Sean, <laughs> what is your? Uh, when can people hear you and find you on this great uh, 760 AM dial, sir? I'll be on uh, Monday morning with uh, Paul and the gang. And uh, like, like I said, I, it, Darren, it's a pinch me moment. It really Absolutely. is. I, I feel so incredibly blessed and honored. And, you know, I, I You'll think still answer my calls, involved. right? Of course. Why okay. would you say such well, a you're thing? Not, you're, Dorch? No. <laughs> yes, exactly. B. Seriously. Now, look at response. I feel better you're now. engaged I feel now. Sean, you know. Moving on up, you know, dreams, and it just goes Big to show Big things happening for the DMAX show. Good things happening for the DMAX show. I was going to say, Dorch, we just somebody else off. We just found out I was perfect, man. We're good. <laughs> All right, whatever you're doing, be safe this weekend for Eric Dorch, Brandon Blake, Mr. Rieger, Sean Belize, and I'm Darren McCarty. See ya.